Impatience does have its perks. And by that, things that are ingrained or things that are received through patience and through a time, they last. A podcast hosted by Jody Train, Joe on the Mic, Leader Talk, tackles various leadership strategies that cover self-development, self-leadership, including spiritual and physical health of leaders. This podcast will feature guests ranging from military leaders, thought leaders, health and nutrition leaders, spiritual leaders, nonprofit leaders, and many more. All right, guys, we are here again. We have a special guest with us today. His name is Simeon McFadden Russ, a 17-year-old entrepreneur based out of Jacksonville, Florida. What, what, to Florida? A little shout out to that. I'm a, I'm a Florida boy myself from South Florida. The business he has is called 180. The main objective is to get people to understand you can always change and go into a better direction. His mission has been placed on his heart by God, and there are many more things to come. Welcome, Simeon. Welcome. How you doing? How you doing? We're in Jacksonville. <laughs> yes, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, man. And, and we'll talk about your, your shirt later on. But uh, hey, tell us a little bit of something. You're 17 years old, entrepreneur. And you started this business called 180. Can you give us a, a little something about that? Uh, definitely. So 180 was originally placed on my heart when I gave my life to God um, about when I was 14 years old, 15 years old. I used to live in Tallahassee, Florida. And in Tallahassee, Florida, I was caught up in some things that I shouldn't have been caught up in. And it came to a crossroad in my life where it was either choose life or death. And I chose life, thankfully. That just began the beginning of my relationship with God. And later, as we moved into Jacksonville, Florida, my relationship grew and grew and grew and grew. And I seen more people that were going down the, the same path I was going down. So I just wanted to give my insight, my love, and just tell them that they're not the only ones that go through it or have went through it. And there's always a, a, another way. So that's basically what 180 is for me and how it affected me personally. Wow. So why... Why turn it into a movement? And I, and I saw that you have, a, uh, you have a clothing line as well. I can understand the mission and the purpose, but what changed it into like, I'm going to go ahead and put myself out there? Uh, honestly, it was just that leap of faith. Um, my apostles, my pastors, they were speaking the word of God over me. And they was just, it's a lot of times where we take something or we have something and God wants things to expand and, and it's bigger and it's beyond our comprehension that we just um, can't understand. And that's literally what 180 is. It's something that I was, I'm, I was destined to go through for not just me, for others, but it's more than just a local thing. It's a big, it's a huge black on black crime demographic. And with that demographic, other kids are going down the same road I am. So I can see kind of the bigger picture of where God is trying to take this. Mm. Mm. And 180. Uh, and I remember uh, just a couple of weeks ago, uh, we were on a youth summit. And you kind of broke down the concept of the 180 and the 360. And can you, yes, can you share, share with us a little bit of something about that? Uh, definitely. So if you look at... In the degree standpoint, 360 is a complete turnaround. Whenever somebody does a 360, what do they do? They turn around and they look in the same direction. But with 180, it's the complete opposite. So if I was to go in a straight line and then do a 360, all I would do is turn back and keep going in that straight line. But if I was to do a 180, I would turn around and go in the opposite direction. 
a lot of times we're we're going down the wrong path. We need the opposite direction. And if we take a 360, we'll just keep going in that same place. Mm. And for for younger people out there that they feel like they can't go anywhere, that they're stuck in their situation. Like you could have thought you were stuck in that situation. How can you encourage other youths that are out there that might be stuck in that violent scenario? What can you encourage them to do? Uh, I encourage them to honestly, honestly just have a man in the mirror moment and just look, look over the stuff that they've been through, look over the road that they've traveled, just to understand that this isn't the end of the road. A lot of times we go through stuff and we feel like this is the end of the world. I can even say now, even though I'm not going in a very um, dramatic and, or depressing or something you know, horrible, but even the daily struggles that I have when it comes to like something with schoolwork or a school project, a lot of times we can make things bigger than what they are. And it can be like, it feels like the end of the world is not. You have so much more life to live. And even though sometimes mistakes can carry with us throughout our life, it's not the end of the world. You know what? And and I I am so encouraged because you're you're the next generation of leaders, right? And it took me. Uh, I'm I'm retired 20, uh, 22 years in the military, and it took me let me see about maybe ten years because when I was fifteen years old, I was going through some stuff. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't have a one eighty effect until later on in life when I was uh, about twenty one years of age where I came and I confronted, I was like, what am I going to do with my life? What is there going on? You know, I was going down a, uh, a bad path, a bad path. I was going into, you know, drug stuff and going down that road. And someone confronted me in my, my angriest moment in my life. Someone confronted me and said, Jesus will set you free. And that was the first time I ever heard of anything like that. And it stopped me in my tracks. And I was like, what? What, what, what does that mean? You know, and uh, he kind of broke it down to me. And it was when I came and confronted and I was like, well, Jesus died for me. And I was like, wow. So all that stuff, though, all that messed up stuff I did, he took the penalty of that, pro- that, that, that price of all that stuff and took it upon himself so I could be free. And that started my road to change and ended up right after that, after I gave my life to Christ, I did join, I joined the military. So it, it was kind of crazy uh, how it all happened, but in a good way, you know, and, and, I, and that's when my 180 changed. So tell, so tell us a little something real quick here, man. You got, you got the shirt on that says United States, uh, United States Army. What, what happened there? Uh, so recently, a few weeks ago, I swore into the United States Army. My job is infantryman. Hey. I mean, a lot of people have been telling me, like, no, no uh, shots to the Army. A lot of people have been telling me that I chose the wrong career path when it came to the job I selected. But, I mean, that's actually in my heart. I have a, I won't say a, a strong patriotic sense, but it, there's countless men out there risking their lives for us every day. And at least I want to be out there with them risking our lives. No, 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 that, that is commendable. And uh, you know what? And I always tell people this, if I had a choice. All right. I had a different choices. I could have joined the Air Force, but I don't think the Air Force would have, would have let me in. But um, <laughs> so I went I went into the Army and you know what? God will direct our paths. 
if we allow him and we're open to it. And it, and it says, he even says in his word that he is a light unto our feet, you know, and as him being a light unto our feet, it's, it's just like maybe one step at a time. Sometimes, you know, and, and, and unfortunately in, in, in our day and age, we want this, we want to see the big picture now. We want to see like miles ahead of us, which is it, it's understandable, but God allows us to see enough to where we can see it, to where we can handle it. Because sometimes if we see the bigger picture, <laughs> we might get overwhelmed. Like, whoa, you, you want to do all that? I don't even know how to get to the next step. So he's a light unto our feet. So I, I commend you on that. So what, what led you to, to go, if I may ask, uh, go and uh, into the military? Maybe, I know patriotic and everything else like that, but. I, I'm an athlete as well, and I play football. And I have football offers for different colleges, but honestly, those colleges aren't the ones that I, I want to go to. And don't get me wrong, if anybody out there wants to go seek a higher education, you don't have to go to the military for it. You can, uh, scholarships, uh, ISAs, there's plenty of different options out there. But being an athlete, I was like, this is my prime. So if I if I want to do this, I got to do this around this time now. And um, school, other than that, that is always going to be there. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. So I was like, might as well take it, especially now that things are starting to die down. It's a lot more peaceful. And I know I just get that whole spill about being patriotic and being out there on the battlefield, yeah. but I can get a lot of training that mm-hmm. I need and want. So, no, no, see, and, and, and I wanted to, uh, I wanted to bring that point because, uh, and just knowing from previous conversation, I saw, I saw you on the challenge and everything. It, it's not just a, oh, I'm just going to do it to do it. You thought it out. You know, there, there was a, a thought process. I'm pretty sure you prayed about, prayed over it as well. And the military, a lot of, and I'm not, disclaimer, I am not recruiting anybody. So <laughs> I'm just saying that, you know, because sometimes the military is not, it's not for everybody. But the military does present opportunities for, for training, like you said. There's opportunities for growth, to learn about leadership processes. And then beyond that, you know, your military career, uh, helps in the leadership role. Plus, you get to go see places like I did. So when I joined, I was able to go around the world and see Germany, go to Korea, and different places that I wouldn't have on my own been able to go visit and see and had opportunities to, you know, not just the, the military part, but there's also benefits with it. You know, so there, there's opportunity. I know you're going into the infantry, and just so you know, the little, the little secret that people don't tell you too much is that you can go in the military as one MOS, one military occupational specialty, but you can always change, you know, later on in your career if you want to. So, um, and, but you got to have high scores, once, you know, ASAP scores and everything else like that. You know, I know I'm saying acronyms, but, you know, you took the test uh, to get in. So later on, you know, if you want to go to a different career path, you can talk to your career counselor and say, hey, look, I want to go to this field. They'll look at your scores, your military education, and everything else like that, and say, "Okay, you know, we'll we'll see you do application, whatever, and you might be able to go to another MOS." So um, the point of the matter is, is that for you, being as young as you are, you saw the opportunities that you had before you. You saw a scholarship, which is cool, but you're like, "Well, let me look at all my options," and you made a choice, and, and I and I love that so much about uh, how you did this. All right, folks, time for a sponsor break. All right, back to our episode. Going back to your business, the 180. Now, before you started, what, what are some of the, the things you can tell 
uh, our other entrepreneurs out there that want to start maybe a business or whatever, what were some of the, I guess, the challenges you faced in creating this 180? Because I saw you got the website, you have your products, you know, what, what are some of the challenges you face and how did you overcome them? So other people that might, hey, I want to, I might want to start my own business. One thing that I faced was being my worst critic. And by being my worst critic, I would say that in that time, I wanted things to happen now. So I expected for the website, for products, for everything to come in within that week. And life hit me and was like, no, that's not how things are. And so after reality set in, I just decided to be patient. And patience does have its perks. And by that, things that are ingrained or things that are received through patience and through a time, they last. And 180, is, it's been lasting. So, and another thing that um, that was a huge challenge for me as a young entrepreneur was thinking that people were gonna go down the same road I went down so I can have a step-by-step, a play-by-play. But a lot of times when God calls us or put something on our heart, um, entrepreneurship-wise or even just process or purpose-wise, we're the first to do it. And I try to look at different entrepreneurs who are going down the same thing I did so that way I can have a play-by-play. But before Steve Jobs, there wasn't a Steve Jobs. Before Bill Gates, there wasn't. So I just had to, to be confident in the word of God that was placed over my life that this is going to it's going to be sought through. So, oh man, that's outstanding. And guys, guys, take to heart what he said, because if God puts something on your heart, and I and we, uh, man, it was funny because I talked about this last night. Uh, we were doing a look at a little men's uh, a men's uh, uh, Facebook group, and we talked about when God puts something on your heart to to have a a positive expectation of what is God is going to do. And, and if we don't see something happening real quick, we tend to get let ourselves, like you said, ourselves get discouraged, but we tend to forget and say, oh, well, God put it on my heart. So let me have a positive expectation about having a little bit of patience, keep on moving forward one step at a time, and then let God, uh, with our action, continued action, that he'll put in place everything that needs to happen. So that, that's, pretty, that's pretty awesome, man. That's pretty awesome. So what, what, what else is going to be happening with 180? I know you're going into the military, right? Yes, so is 180 on hold or, or is it continuing? I wouldn't say it's on hold because people at home, um, think, I'm thankful for my parents. They're one of my biggest inspirations, my biggest fans. And so while I'm doing my training and stuff, my parents are, they're going to be looking after 180, making sure things are still going as scheduled. I'm doing a lot of more motivational speaking because it's my senior year. So I just put everything extra as in sports and stuff. I just put a lot of that on hold. So I was been focusing on my business in 180. And with the more motivational speaking, that's basically what's filling up my time right now. We're trying to do something like a, a, a not a TV series, but something sort of like a TV series. And we're going to do it um, on YouTube. So that way we don't have to have a channel like oh. an actual TV channel sponsor us or something like that. Oh, man, that's exciting. That's exciting. So definitely keep me informed so that's I can push it out, uh, uh, push it out to my group and say, hey, look, look, let's keep track of Simeon here and what he's doing and, and all the accomplishments that you're going on. So well, what's the future uh, that you have planned uh, beyond being in the military? Uh, anything else going on? Any, any, anything that you're thinking about in the future? So I'm definitely wanting to go into school for um, a degree in po- uh, political science. 
and with political science with that degree, I'm, I know you don't need a political science degree to be a, a politician or somebody that, that makes change within the government, but I feel like that's a good stepping stone for me. So I wanna go and get my degree in political science, uh, hopefully branch out um, into politics, but because I know I have a heart for God and God's people, I know God will keep me through that. So all the things that necessarily come with being a politician as in corruption and stuff, I wanna fight against that. I'm really doing this for people because my heart is for the people I don't wanna see. Um, and I don't mean to rant, but I'm like going off into some uh, things that are concerning me, like things like affordable housing, um, just care for kids and stuff like that, I wanna address because we're focusing as a country, we're focusing on the wrong things. So I just think we need to get our priorities straight. Amen. Oh, that's that's good. That's good. And guys, uh, you know what? A pray for Simeon, a pray for his success, and that God will keep uh, shining the light on his path. You know what? It strengthens my heart seeing that you're going for this. You've got purpose, direction, and motivation, which you're going to know a lot, learn a lot more in, in the Army about purpose, motivation, and direction, but you already have it. I am so encouraged by the youth expressed in you that uh, see that and want to move forward. Is there anything, anything else that you would like to, to tell our, our audience about uh, what you're doing or just general encouragement, whatever is on your heart? Um, well, I just want to talk to any of the youth out there that uh, they may be feeling a little down and depressed or they're just feeling unmotivated. I'm going to be honest with you guys. So today was not my most productive day, so to speak, for lack of better words. Today was not my most productive day, but it's a really a day-by-day -day process. Things aren't going to come easy and things aren't going to come fast. But as long as you keep going forward and the more and more you go forward and not look back, the faster you think things are coming. So um, just giving an example, I didn't expect for me to be able to be here right now. Um, but just taking a day a day at a time and just having patience and keep going forward and things will come faster than you expect. Amen. And what is, uh, if you can give us uh, your website and so the people can check out the 180? Oh, definitely. My website is 180designinapparel.com um, slash Big Cartel. We're working on getting that Big Cartel part out the way, but slash Big Cartel for right now. My Instagram is at the Mr. 180. Um, and my email, if you were ever to reach in contact with me, is the Mr. 180 at gmail.com. Uh, I like that, Mr. 180. I, I like it. I'm trying to do it, Mr. 305. I always tell people that I'm the original Mr. 305 because I was born and raised down south, but you know, I, I'll let, you know, Pitbull, you know, keep that. You know. Sorry. You're the original. You're the original. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, guys, uh, we just thank you, Simeon, for coming on again. Thank you. Taking time out. Uh, such a blessed time of talking and, and ironing, sharpening and ironing with you. Guys, check him out. Check out his website, support him, and we're looking forward to seeing your series out there on YouTube. Guys, thank you again. Uh, take notes, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much.